Welcome to I'm Not Sick, I'm Psychic, a podcast where I dive into my experiences with my health and how I've healed through spirituality. My name is Bree, and my hope is to create a community and connect with those of you who are highly sensitive and empathic, just like me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. Um, it is Aries season, and today I am interviewing my very good friend, my brother-in-law, <laughs> Dr. Drew Lotuson, metaphysical life coach. How's it going, Drew? It's going good. Hello, everyone. Hello, Bree. <laughs> I don't mean to make it too official because obviously my podcast isn't that serious. It's a lot of fun. Um, so. Don't be too nervous of being interviewed about being an Aries. <laughs> I think this is exciting. I'm well, fired up for it. How have things been for you lately? They've been good. Interesting month, I'll say, and especially with April hitting. That's like going crazy. So I'm excited to kind of break it down, <clears throat> like with the chart stuff and seeing why. <laughs> I'd like to know more of how that works. So. This is really yeah. exciting. Yeah, I mean, Aries is definitely a big month for you with like your solar return always brings up something different every year. And um, I'd say this year, it also has to do with like Venus and your finances and what's happening like on a like more resources level for you this year. So um, yeah, we can just get into it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to ask, Aries falls in your first house. Okay. So, would you say that you identify more with, um, like, goal-setting energy when it comes to, like, sort of, like, the outside terms of your life? Outside terms? Yeah, so like there's like our outer energy that we're like expressing to the world and there's the inner energy that we're expressing oh. uh, more on a like spiritual soul growth level. So in your chart, your sun is in Aries in the first house, which is very much like the self is being illuminated, self-development is being illuminated, goals and related to the self. So would you say that oh. that's kind of like right on par with kind of what your work is in the world absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> well like that's what I was thinking look at it I'm like yeah yeah goals related to self-development that's really interesting um I I wanted to ask this question because I've been asking this question for every single astrological sign and so the question is in your life what do you feel like motivates you the most curiosity curiosity okay like when when i get bored or when things get like a lull it's oh i'm curious how, how this works and that just gets me going <laughs> you know i would say similarly and in your chart it's your chart is so interesting because it's almost like you don't really have one personality that's like dominant because you have this Aries part of you, you have 
a lot of Pisces, you have a lot of Scorpio, you're really diving into how things work, you're really diving into the spiritual world on a soul level to see how like it, everything works energy wise. And so I find all of that, like it, they're all pulling you in different directions of like, okay, what am I gonna do that involves like, you know, growth of the self in the world but then also you have all these other things that are like maybe pulling your attention underneath the surface. So it's uh, it's cool to look at your chart, especially what I found interesting about your chart, Drew, is like all of the houses fall in the signs that they like originate from. So like your first house is Aries and that's, related to Aries your second house is Taurus and that's related to Taurus like everyone's charts are typically different but yours actually follows the astrological um dynamic of like how how things play out so mm. when things happen in the universe or like when it's Aries season you might find you're always dealing with Aries energies when it's Taurus season you're always dealing with Taurus energies when it's Gemini season you're always dealing with Gemini season just because that's where it falls in your chart so I, I thought that was interesting that I wanted to share with you that was fascinating I want to learn about that <laughs> yeah whereas like when it's Pisces season because you have so many planets in Pisces which is probably why I I see you in that way. I'm like, yeah, I see what he's doing underneath the surface. This is someone that's similar to me um, in that way of, of wanting to dive deeper into not just this, this lifetime, but all lifetimes <laughs> and all places that are not just on a timeline here on this physical planet. <laughs> right. Unpack the fractal that is the soul. <laughs> exactly. You know what's interesting? I actually wanted to tell you this story. Is like when I first met you, um, I was like, I don't know if I trust him. He's kind of mysterious. And then over time, I was like thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, what a reflection! Like that's probably what <laughs> about me with all of my Pisces energy too. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's coming underneath the surface, the currents that we don't see. Uh-huh. It's funny. <laughs> okay, so... So you have a sun in Aries, so we just kind of talked about that a little bit. But did you know your Venus is also in Aries? Did not. What does that do? What does that mean? So Venus in Aries is very... Um, you could be impulsive related to finances. Yeah. Um, and you can also be someone that builds their own business. So I also have Venus in Aries and I'm working on building my business. So I'm like, well, I see that correlation too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you could also find you're very impulsive when it comes to love. Yeah. Is the planet of love. And so like, if you love something, you're like, I got to have that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Retail therapy is a problem. Mm -hmm. so I thought that was interesting so you have a sun and a Venus in Aries yup um, which actually is probably it's probably important for you to set goals with your finances in that way so you don't always 
know? Since you're always having, because I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not looking at my finances. I should probably set some goals to like make sure my finances are okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm learning that later in life, but it's very helpful. That's very on point. <laughs> okay. So this next question that I have for you, Drew. Um, so the sun or Aries season is linked to the ego. And it's where the astrological wheel starts. It's where one starts to get a sense of self on the earth. It's like when you're born, what are you born into? I'm a, I'm a boy. I'm in this family. I'm, it's like you have a self-identity as you're born onto this planet. Um, and so my question for you is like, since Aries is so related to the ego and the self, um, where in your life, uh, do you see that kind of, that ego rise in you or like lessons that, that deal with the ego within you? I would say it's more a projection of reflection with other people so that I think that's where the Pisces stuff comes in actually, because I do have that this is who I am, but I use others to triangulate what that actually looks like and fits in, in that fluidity of the flame versus mm -hmm. the flame is in itself the shape of the ego, which in my earlier self, younger self, I didn't really have too much of an identity. It was what I could fill in for everyone else, what I could burn for everyone else versus what I was burning within myself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I didn't have a container, I guess, of the ego. The ego was everyone else. And now that's being crystallized as my ego is developing and growing in itself. It's developing that way. Does that answer the question? That does. I see, like, well, the energy of what I saw when you were talking about that was, like, you were kind of talking about the self of, like, your lesson, a lot of your lessons in life have had to do with who am I? Like, as you're going throughout your life, you're like you're looking at other people, and you're like, well, do I relate to that? Do I relate to that? Do I relate to that? Yeah. Who am I in this in this world? Which, again, makes sense with uh, your Pisces energies that you probably just like molded into whatever anybody else needed you to be. Yeah. But then it was like your soul like really lit up when you were like, oh wait, this is what I am. Like that, I get to choose what I am. This is this is me, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, we already talked about that. The impulsivity. Mm. <laughs> what do you find? What do you feel like? Because I feel like you know, there's so many detriments. Well, there's a a good sign and a downside to every sign. Um, and I feel like the downside to Aries is the impulsivity. It's not thinking before you do something. Um, do you find that there's been times in your life where like you wish you would have thought about something more before you did it? Oh God, I could feel both of those. <laughs> I think that my biggest regrets are like, oh, if I just thought 
just for a, one more second or even just a, a few more thoughts past the original one, I would have seen that, oh, that was a bad idea. That was rather foolish of me to open that door when it said, do not open, you know, something like that. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably one that I'm still learning to work with and hit the brakes on. Like, well, let's hit the gas. Let's just go. The wall's right there. The car can take it. We can go through that wall. Versus I can hit the brake. I can reverse instead, which would be a better thought. You know, it's, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's, I, when I was looking at your chart, I'm like, oh, wait a second. He doesn't have any air energy in his chart. Like, there's no... I mean, obviously, everyone has all parts of the astrological wheel, and we can always work on all those parts. But when it comes to where you're naturally pulled, like communication with others and like thinking before you do something has maybe been like where your growth points are to kind of balance things out of like, oh, it's not just like, it's almost like you're being pulled between like my intuition and what I know and what is happening. And then between like just acting because you feel like you need to act. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. I was like thinking about what that would be like of like, uh, to just always have that inner knowing of like, yes, this is the path that I'm on. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All gas, no brakes. Now, has there been like problems with miscommunication in your life because of that? Yeah. Yeah. That's like I said, a growing point for me. I've been studying communication since I was like 10 years old, trying to understand what that looked like. <laughs> I would always miss social cues. I'd always miss facial recognition signs. You know, just a lot of things I think a lot of people just naturally have. Uh-huh. But for me, it's just right over my head. <laughs> so I, I'm even learning about all the different theories and applications of it. Actually doing it, even to this day, it's, I still miss a lot of social cues. Uh-huh. You'll learn so many nuances of human communication. <laughs> oh, I, I feel You're, like we're similar in that way because it's almost like your soul is like, well, I see like the basis of what's going on here. Like underneath the surface, this is what it is. And people are, some people are like, I don't, I'm not there yet. I'm still like looking at all this earth stuff and thinking about my thoughts and you're like no really you're like this divine goddess who's working on you know, whatever and people are like I don't I don't gather <laughs> what are you talking about yeah exactly <laughs> and we're just like oh um well you'll you'll come to it eventually <laughs> and then like three weeks later they come back like oh that's what you're talking about yeah that's that's what I saw yeah <laughs> oh. What a life to live as a highly sensitive. Yeah, hyperintuitive. Mm-hmm. Have you had, uh, I mean, in your chart, when I first looked at your chart and I was with you and I look, I just like looked at it and I was like, oh, okay, this makes so much sense. So much intensity, so much sensitivity. How, is it, how has your life been dealing with all of that, all those Scorpio and Pisces energies? I actually didn't know more about that Scorpio, but the, uh, being a trauma born empath and being a natural born empath, having that compound and then like the astrology also working on how that is expressed. It's been a ride. It's been a trip. (laughs) It's, it's been learning 
to build the lattice and framework to allow the information to be properly filtered through to where I can actually utilize it or at least process it without being burnt out all the time. Because mm-hmm. I would say I am an extrovert, but that battery is super small. And I need a lot of introverted time compared to that due to just how much it comes to like, even just, we're just driving around to go to the store and pick up some lunch. And I was just looking at these people and like just coming through like, okay, I need to stop profiling them. Like that, <laughs> I can't talk to her about that. That's her own issue. Right, just it's takes a lot of self control. Mm-hmm. Balance it all out. <laughs> There's another part of your son, the self, the control of the self, <laughs> learning how to operate the self in the world when you have all this, all these energies underneath telling you different things. Yeah, I've dealt with that. I I feel like also like you know I think you have. I think you have any even more planets than me in the water signs. So you have like six planets, I think. And so, um, like when I counted them, I was like, yeah, that's a lot. Um, you are probably energy pulls you more than anything else. Like if people want you to engage in physical things, it's, you're looking more at the energy of it. <laughs> you're like, I, I'll get to that once I process all this energy that suddenly came to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You feel the ripples of the event, like before, the during, and the after. You're like, uh-huh. okay, it's all during happening now, even though it hasn't happened yet. It's absolutely. Yeah, and, and that that makes relating to people just really interesting because so many people are plugged into the matrix, and they're, you know, talking about what they see and what they're experiencing, like on a like earthly level, and so. You know, with some people, if uh, you're in conversations or in um, relationship with them, you might be talking about something, but you're both on very different pages. Like one person's like, oh, you know that like funny show the other day? And then like in your head, you're like, oh, that show that was like pretty much a like psychological profile of whatever. It's like reading like the underlying stuff of the show. And, you know, they're just like, well. I just thought it was funny. Like, you know. <laughs> the punchline was great. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> Talk about the narrative. My bad. <laughs> I find that a lot. I'm, like, always reading into, like, oh, you mean that thing that reminded me of the energy of, like, this one other thing that this other person has that I know? And they're just, like, um, I just watch Euphoria. I'm, like, cool. <laughs> Euphoria, that's a show. Ooh. Yeah, I, I actually don't watch Euphoria. Um, Good call. A lot of people do. <laughs> well, okay, so when I think about your chart, you have planets in the first house, planets in the sixth house. Planets in the eighth house and planets in the twelfth house. Um, so, would you say in your lifetime that a majority of your energy is spent either diving deep with one other person or diving deep into yourself? 
like, let me rephrase that because I'm in my vision in my head, it's different. So like both of those, cause you, the, the base is what I'm getting at is you don't have planets in the houses of like social, like going mm. out to big events or like talking to a bunch of people all at once. It's like you have planets like one-on-one or just inside yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I do prefer the one-on-one. Like I used to teach classes, used to be big groups, but I had a hard time with that. I want to get back into that eventually, but I thrive with that, with that one-to-one. It's just, I feel like there's more depth of the self which I guess reflects on diving into self so you can dive in with other people. So it's, uh-huh. yeah, there's that door. Yeah. It's that, it's that Scorpio energy. Cause like the Scorpio Scorpio in the eighth house is all about um, the energy of one relating to another and going deep with another. And um, energy is about reading the underlying or Scorpio is about reading the underlying energy of everything that's going on. And so because you have so many planets there to me it just tells me okay like he spends a lot of his time diving into the energy of himself and another but not like a bunch of people at once <laughs> it's, it's true i do have a lot of like experiments and projects that work on the collective and on like social global stuff but mm-hmm. that's because i'm not interacting with everyone involved I, it's all happening behind the scenes when i interact with people it's one-on-one so that is that is dead on uh-huh i really i relate to that too that's my work as well i used you know all these years i've been like oh i need to like go out and like be talking with people and and all these things because like i don't do that enough and then i like look at my chart and i'm like Oh, I'm literally supposed to be diving into myself and then like just like sending it out to people like alone in my room like (laughs) which is so funny for me to to understand about myself now because all these years I've just been like well yeah I think I'm supposed to like help other people and like be out and doing stuff and then like every time I do that I'm like I'm overstimulated (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've worked in your HQ it's so much easier yeah you've got that down you've got your headquarters you've got like your your magical room that you do all sorts of mystical wonders in yeah i like it's nice (laughs) what's uh right i feel like it changes like from time to time but what's your favorite thing you have in there right now i think my tree your tree oh I recently got this cool star. Oh, wow. I love it. The great what a addition treasure. to the family. <laughs> and I have some masks and actually I'll flip it around. Oh. And behind him you have that thing that's floating. Uh-huh. I built that recently. Very cool. Those are probably my favorite right now. (laughs) I love it. So tell us more about what it means to be a metaphysical life coach. Oh, it's very similar to just being a life coach, except you get to go to on the spiritual side of things, the 
the hidden observer that kind of runs everything else. So you get to work on, it's kind of like being a therapist, except without all that mojo and definitions and prescribing and stuff like that. It's unpacking the unknown to make it known and giving tools to allow not just self, but regulating self and then the orbits around you with other people. Mm-hmm. So it breaks down how others influence you and you influence them on different scaling. And the tools and the belief systems that you hold that then work as the last work of either expansion or compression, different energies, so, so that you can function in a higher state continually on a sustainable scale. And that can be looking at work, business, family, personal. And it, that's where it kind of crosses into the life coaching aspect too. If you have certain goals you want to reach and that's kind of where I step in. I don't have a set algorithm that I put people in. Mm-hmm. It's, that's where the meta comes into play. It's very personalized. I work with your belief system. I work with how you thrive and how you prefer to interface with the world. That's metaphysical life coaching that's awesome and i like i like that it's personalized to a person because every person has different energy every person is coming from a different spot in life yeah i mean that's brilliant yeah um how long did it take you to build your business I mean, I've been doing this since I was like 14. So officially though, I started when I was like 17, 18. So it's six, seven years. Oh wait, I'm 28 now. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Yeah, surprise time. Woo. I know, what is time? Like, it's like a little over a decade. Hmm. And was this, it, did, it was something you always were like, yeah, I'm gonna do this? Yeah. <laughs> in, in different ways like it used to be i used to make homemade bread and i'd sell it door to door and i was like seven years old mm. and from there I'm like oh i like talking to people i like having something to give and receive like there's that entrepreneur side but then i started meeting people that could change people's lives just with a conversation mm. and i could see and feel certain things i started talking to my mom about it and like oh I can see these things. I can change them sometimes without even talking to someone, just thinking about it and seeing that shift. So, okay, how can I hone this? And that mm. was like my starting point, my curiosity, how the universe works, how the soul works, how I work. And it just kind of grew into what it is now. Like, especially with watching shows, watching wizards and like empaths and other energy workers and movies or books or just practitioners and shamans and talking to other spirits and figuring out what happens and how things work. Okay, this is what I enjoy doing. See a palpable change in my life. Mm. Watching it ripple and affect someone else. My favorite part of my job, my favorite part is having someone change and then having that person change other people and then those people change other people. And it's just this ripple. ripple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just thousands of people 
from moving one piece on the board. That's my favorite part. That's what I just love. That's so cool. I'm, you know, I have to say it. I'm, I'm jealous that you have a son in Aries in the first house. And I don't, I don't often get jealous, but I think when it comes to life purpose, I'm just a little jealous because like, you know, we all, we're all our life paths are divine and we're supposed to go out on our different life paths for a reason, because we're supposed to do things to like work through our soul karma and all of that to come to. But I'm just like that knowledge of the self is so valuable. And I did not even realize how valuable that was until probably last October. And it was, (laughs) it was from meeting an Aquarius. I was like, why does she have such good boundaries? And like, I, I thought about it more reflecting and all these, all this stuff. I was like, oh, because she has a sense of self. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, I have a sense of self. And then like, ever since then, pff, like ascension, ascension, ascension. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> Soul peace, just mm-hmm. like that's what I needed here in Arizona. I needed the sun to teach me what the self is. <laughs> Glass state is reflective and just brings everything into place. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. We had that experience. Yeah, yeah, it's been a wild ride. Wild ride. So um, you're moving soon, Drew, right? Yep, in a month. Mm-hmm. So did you know that you're moving on the day of the Taurus solar eclipse? I didn't. <laughs> Kayla told me. And I'm like, damn, that makes perfect sense. Like, the universe is really just in sync right now. That, is, that makes sense. I didn't have no idea. I, I know. Isn't that crazy? It's just fun to, like, look at, like, okay, who's, who's actually following the poles of the energy? Because you'll see very clearly, like, well, clearly Kayla and Drew are because they're moving their home during tourist season, the season of home. Like, and solar eclipse is like, you know, enlightenment related to a new beginning of the home. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited for that too, because I'm also going to your home. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> We're going to build our new HQ together. Yay. We're going to make it like energetic. So bomb. It's going to be amazing. There's some nice ley lines over there too that I'm going to, we're going to utilize. Oh, really? Very nice. We'll make it very powerful. We'll make it very safe. Yes. Secure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll be super exciting. Were you expect were you expecting to move so soon? No. I'm thinking <laughs> at least another two or three years. And then this got sprung on us, which I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're moving. That's that's happening. <laughs> yep. Sometimes it happens that way. Yeah, so, you know that more, I think, than most. The planets will just come in and be like, nope. It's really, you know, really who's really doing it is Saturn. Saturn's pissing everybody off. <laughs> Because uh, he's an Aquarius. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like being like, is this sustainable? Is this where you want to be? And he'll, he'll physically change things around you to be like, well, I know that's not what you're supposed to be meant, meant to be doing. So he'll shove you off a different way. And you're just <laughs> like, what are you doing? And Saturn's like, it's time. The winds of change. Yeah. And it's because of this age of Aquarius energy. It's like, well, like you need to be in the right place at the right time. So when things go down, you are able to fill your cup in like a beneficial way to serve the collective. So. Ah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Age of Aquarius. How long does that last? Um, well, it's going to last a really long time. So the last, we technically entered the age of Aquarius, uh, December, 2020. Well, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so at that time period is when, um, the, uh, not Venus, Saturn and Jupiter came together in a conjunction at the zero degree point of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Um, and was like, all right, like this doesn't like for the past, I think, 100 to 200 years it's been coming together in earth signs which means a lot of the like a lot of the energies have been focused on earth and money and capitalism and uh, monetary success and so that was the point where it changed of now going forward for the next next however long i don't have a chart in front of me but they're going to start coming together to meet in air signs, which is social change, which is technology change, which is um, communication between people, whether over technology or in person or like social structures, that sort of thing. So I feel like it's really going to change the energy I see was really going to change of like, people are going to be fighting for change. They're going to want social change. They're going to want like a technological change that is like for everyone like it's going to be the digital age built so that everybody can have success um which is why everyone's changing their job everyone's changing their home everyone's kind of like moving around getting ready for these like types of changes which makes sense the whole crypto shift and that digital currency thing they come they're rolling out with wow that's so cool how the world how the collective and just the solar everything is just so in sync it's that part of my favorite thing in my office <laughs> it, that picture oh what is that it's uh from an art collection of like angelarium angelarium okay really cool artwork i got it at comic-con and it's um it's actually a libra sign but I got it because it has like strings and it's the sun and then all the planets moving around it. And it's just like that. Oh, cool. So awesome. That's awesome. You got a lot of cool stuff there. Oh, you I buy think. a lot of cool stuff. I wonder, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that impulse thing. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to buy that. It makes birthdays kind of difficult because I already have a lot of what I wanted. Just getting. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of doing the opposite right now of like, I f- feel like the most recent um, kind of glow up that I went through is like, I no longer have attachment. 
Um, and so I'm like, do I need that? Do I want that? No, 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 no. I'm just giving everything to goodwill. I'm like, don't need that. Don't need that. That's pointless. Um, I'm just like, whoa, what's, I'm, I'm changing. Untethered. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is, I mean, the guide, the guidance I keep getting within me is like, you're needing all these places. Get ready. I'm like, okay. I'm like following where spirit wants me to go is like an interesting, interesting job. Cause that's what's, that's what's pulling my life. It's not like, oh, I'm going here because there's a job or I'm going here because like someone needs me. It's just like, now spirit needs me to do energy work in all these different places. <laughs> I'm like down to do it. That's so cool. Way to listen to that intu- intuition. Yeah, it's guidance. I find it's been it's been weird integrating my spirit and mind lately because before a couple weeks ago with the Jupiter Neptune conjunction, well, I guess that's, that was a few days ago, but it's been this energies been playing out for the last couple weeks of like mm-hmm. grieving an old way of being and stepping into a new way of being, and it's on different levels for everybody, but. Um, for me, it was, it's literally attachment. Like I used to be attached to things, to places, to people. Mm. And now I feel like I'm stepping into this place of like, I see everybody for like the divine, beautiful, like souls that they are. And I like dive into them. I'm very present in each moment with spirit. I'm like, what do I need to be doing right now? And it's not that my energy is being like pulled to other places. It's I'm very present. So I'm like, getting used to that integrating wise because I'm looking for the thing that used to draw my attention away and I'm like it's not there so I guess I will ask spirit what I'm doing in this moment like it's so funny (laughs) amazing that's so powerful that's like the sense of self coming into play clicking in the core yeah it's like sense of self at like a core level which is just interesting because I used to attach the sense of self to the mind Mm. and um, it's, it can be on multiple, you can have a sense of self on many different levels, but if you're, if you're uh, clicked into the sense of self at a soul level, well, that will take you wherever you need to go and you'll be rewarded for it like every single time. So it's like, if you release the attachment of what your like mental self feels like it wants then that's like all right well there's nothing getting in the way of my soul self anymore this is crazy yeah (laughs) that's awesome that is so cool it's the way i like to look at it it's like we have a glass sphere that has fractures inside it Mm. but when you have those resonance and everything kind of clicks those fractures they go away they become more whole and fluid so the light can just shine through without being scattered or fractalized and you have more of a, a solid core. Mm-hmm. Because of that, it gives a return and, and an output as well. Because like when you have an output, it can get fractaled out, but having that return has to have go through all the same returns. So it's thousands of threads, little tiny droplets, but when you get that cleaned up and it's just solid, it's like you have a ditch or a river that is clean and you can just go. It has Absolutely. Its own 
Absolutely. That's so cool. I feel like a lot of people don't get this about the energy body or the energy energetic self is is knowing that you have all of these yeah like maybe threads or splits that are like attached to things um and that like what's in your life is teaching you about those Mm. like who you're drawn to what places you're drawn to like all those things and obviously i wouldn't even know this until i just went through this like recent like (laughs) transformation i just went through but like the places I was drawn, the people I was drawn to were because of this attachments that these attachments I had in my body. And when I released them and was like, yeah, it doesn't serve me anymore. Or like, I'm putting like boundaries up with my energy. This is like what I'm doing now. It was suddenly this like clarity of, oh, the world's my oyster because there wasn't any attachments to anything. And it's like this more, yeah, like I kept, like I keep looking for the places in me that used to want things or used to like need things. And it's not, it's not there. Um, It's just like, I'm myself and that self is doing what it is doing, which is like, you know, I was reading, I have this book called the book of awakening and it's like, you know, a bird does what a bird does. A plant does what a plant does. It, it was like kind of like re- reiterating what this is. It's like, well, we all have a soul that is what it is. Like, it's the unique expression of that soul. And so, you know, here on earth, we attach other things to it. Like, you know, I like basketball and I am someone that works at a coffee shop. And, and so it's like, when you realize that you have a soul that already has that and you just tap into that, you don't need all the other stuff because you'll be in alignment with that if you're tapping into that. Absolutely. You don't have to supplement with other things. Exactly. That's a, that's a rough lesson too because you've been chasing that, I think, like all your life. And then when you stop, you're, like, you're now fulfilled. You have that equation completed. All that momentum now is being rerouted. Mm-hmm. But like like a muscle you've been cramped for so long, but now has a new purpose, but still trying to do that same muscle movement. And like, no, we're gonna be doing this now. Like, no, we're not we're, yeah, it's just 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 transition. And it's it's not easy, but well done. That's amazing. It's 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 surely interesting. <laughs> surely interesting. I also keep looking for fear too. I'm like, fear, where'd you go? Are you keep, are you still oh, okay. I guess I don't have fear anymore, <laughs> which I think maybe maybe is just this short time period after the, my energetic transformation, because I feel like, but maybe not. I don't know, because I keep thinking about like, well, I could be scared of dying, but I'm like, but I know there's life after death. Oh, okay. Um, I could be scared <laughs> to get in a car accident. Then you would just fix your car and keep moving in the world. Uh, okay. I could be scared that I don't know where I'm going to live. You'll just always find somewhere to live. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> the self-confidence voice is a wonderful compa- companion to fear. Mm-hmm. No longer walking alone. Yeah, Aries, Aries energy is so interesting. I mean, that's what this last little time period has been is like self-confidence. 
Who are you? What, what are you following in the self? What's interesting, because I have a mom that's an Aries. She is? She is. She is only about goals, only about setting goals and reaching them <laughs> in a business that she's built herself. Yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> wow. I forget. That's true, because she's got a birthday that's long ago. Yep. Oh, and so you know. It's interesting because my whole life, I look at this person and I'm like, you're only thinking about yourself. And I'm like, wow, there's actually value to that, Brie. Like, figure it out. <laughs> it's not just the Pisces way of compassionate and giving your energy to every single other person isn't the way either. It's all part of it. So she's actually has been my greatest teacher. That's deep. Mm -hmm. You take that al alchemic process of changing, taking that and growing. It's really cool, Brie. That was really fancy. Yeah, it's been like this, uh, this recent, I think again, with the no attachment. Mm. When that like released, I was like, oh, where did my, like being mad at my parents go? can't find it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm like huh i guess i worked through that too great i guess my what i'm working on right now is like serving my soul mission because that's all i need to be focused on that's awesome how liberating it was quite liberating okay well See, I'm wanting to like control the interview of like, where are we going next? But I'm like, this has been great. We've been talking about Aries. We've been talking about the self. We've been talking about metaphysical stuff, which is what you do. Do you have any questions about Aries energy? Or about your chart, maybe, if you want to. Well, yes. So... I'm curious about the interaction between the Pisces energies and the Aries interaction mm. and how or what that really creates because I have a lot of Pisces things like since you were you showed me my chart a long time ago I've been thinking about it like so that balances out a lot of that fire in a way but does it smother it like are there times that it can be a dysfunctional balance versus a healthy balance Yes, because, I mean, this is where you kind of want to look into, like, the earth and air that's in your chart. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're a lot of water and a lot of fire. <laughs> so it almost, it just probably seems like you're jumping into something and then you're reflecting. You're jumping into something and you're reflecting. And I think specifically with the Pisces-Aries dynamic, Pisces is very, wants to, like, mesh into the world it wants to be compassionate it wants to be giving it wants to be authentic and it wants to dive into the experience of another and see what's happening in that other person in relation to the self well in, in relation to the spiritual self mm. well so then aries comes along and aries is like we don't have time for that like 
there's a deadline. There's like, you know, <laughs> there's all these things that you got to do and you're here on earth for this amount of time. Are you going to be swimming in Pisces energies? Are you going to be like, you know, up in the ethers doing whatever? It's like you can do that in your next lifetime. Like set the goal for what you're doing here on earth. Um, so that can be probably like the maybe jolting dynamic you feel of like, well, I get the energies of what's going on underneath. And then I also feel this urgency of like, I got to do something now. I got to oh. fix this now. I got to do, I got to play out this energy now because I don't have that much time period on this short time span that we have on earth. Um, so that's what I, I guess what I see between the Pisces Aries and um, I guess another thing to note is like th there is often misunderstandings between Pisces and Aries because it's like Aries is ego driven. It's mm -hmm. the self wanting to make it to the highest point that it can. And Pisces is like about the compassion. It doesn't care about where it ends up in life. It's about other people. And so it's like, you may find that, and there are times, it's like, you might find that you're, you turn into a different person. It's like, there's sometimes where you're like, I'm about being driven. I'm about reaching the goal. I'm about reaching this destination and being like the king sort of like, or the queen, if you're a woman, it's like, this is Aries energy of like rising to the top. But then you might find in other times you're like, it's about compassion it's about giving it's about understanding where the other person is coming from so <laughs> it's very opposite cool and yeah I, I do have that duality that comes back and forth and i've been working throughout my life to create that balance i feel like i'm finally starting to figure out in the last couple of years last couple of months in particular so that's it's true and i think my like, last question I have a Virgo and Moon, don't I? Mm -hmm. How does that interact with the Scorpio? Virgo, Moon, and you—you you want to know how it interacts with the Scorpio? Yeah, because do I, I do I have Scorpio in my chart? Yeah, you have Scorpio in the eighth house, and then you have a Moon in the sixth house. So oh. your Moon is in Virgo, in the house of home and daily routines. So, not surprising that you have a wife that's a Virgo that's hanging out at home with your daily routines. Um, but then, so Virgo relating to Scorpio of like diving deep with another. Let me let me look at this for a second. So, uh, okay. So you have a Jupiter in Scorpio and you have Pluto in Scorpio and North Node is in Scorpio. So reading into the energy of that, you find a lot of success in your inner world when you dive deep in your career with others in this sort of energy of going deep into another to learn about the energetic self. Um, when it comes to transformations for you though, because it's square your Chiron and your moon, 
those could be times where you really struggle. <laughs> oh, I see. It's, again, it's I, what I'm getting. <clears throat> it's like confusion about the sense of self. Mm. When you're going through these transformation periods, you're like, you're trying to decipher the energy of who you are in relation to other people, which can get confusing when you have so much energy in the water signs. It's almost like, oh my gosh, I just heard, I just heard transformation sneak up on you. <laughs> all the time, all the fucking time. Oh you'll, my God. You'll be yeah. like, you'll be like, yeah, things are going great. This is what I'm doing. And then bam, ah, what? I'm changing. Um, yeah. Like I'd be all patterned down. Like this is a great rhythm. I got this for a couple of days. A whole new structure comes into play every single time. It, and it blindsides me every single time too. Like, I, I, yeah, happens all the time. Oh man. Oh, that's dead on. I'm sorry that that happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think it's because, I think they sneak up on you because you're able to process the energy so quickly because you understand the energy. So you'll be like doing something, do, 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 this is who I am, this is what I'm doing. And then something huge will happen and you'll be like, <laughs> almost, you know, like a, like in those Sailor Moon segments, you're like, do, 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 do. And it'll like do all this Let's music and it'll be like, <laughs> Yeah. I am a different now. I'm true 5.0. <laughs> yeah. Well, other people are like, okay, so I've really been working on transformation for like three or four years now. And, um, you know, I sort of get this part of it, but I don't really get the other part of it. And, you know, for people like you and me, it's like, well, boop, 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 boop. That's what it is. And people are like, um, what? It's like, oh yeah, it's the mirror of the self and the whatever, and it turns into this, and then you release this attachment, and then voila, you're a new person. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it just seems like it sneaks up on you because it doesn't take you that long to process it. That makes sense. And people might see you as again, I'm I feel like I'm partly channeling this conversation because I'm hearing things as I'm talking to you. I feel like other people might take that the wrong way as if like, oh, well, he doesn't care about me because if like in relationships, because you'll be like, well, I transformed and now I'm doing this. People will be like, well, he's cold hearted and doesn't care about me. But then you're just like, I just transformed into a new part of myself. In that other part of myself, I was giving you all my energy and you were my main person. And now I'm a new self. That's this other person. Or like, you know, with anything that has to do with that, of like, people might be like, well, he just stopped doing this and suddenly is doing this. Like, what's the deal? He didn't used to be like that. And you're like, well, because I transformed and now I don't do that anymore. Got new boundaries. It's, we're moving on. Yeah. Exactly. So it might confuse other people, but you're just like, well, I got to follow the energy. Sorry. <laughs> they either keep up or I'll come check on you later. Mm hmm Yeah. That's cool. I yeah, I feel like when I read the energy between uh 
you and Kayla, it's very good balancing, balancing out. I agree. She, she brings a lot of order to the fire. She gives it a place to burn where it can thrive the most. And grounds, grounds you a little bit. Yeah. I, that way I don't burn myself out. It helps with the circuit and the flow and the call out. Like, actually, it's a perfect example of I started a new class to add to a certificate to my resume and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to play video games and the class at the same time and listen to it. She's like, no, you're going to do a half hour class and you're going to turn that off so you can focus on the game, focus on your recharge. I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. She's like, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's, that's a good call and I, I I did that and I'm like wow I feel a lot more recharged than I normally do I'm like oh it's because I channeled that specifically and didn't multitask like I was planning to okay that's like how practical <laughs> yeah how practical yes it's that's a, you're, you're right on on that because I think um people who live in more connected to the earth like are so needed for people that live in airy worlds <laughs> in this ethereal because they pull us down to like you know look at this like look at what's happening here it makes you feel like oh i can move the energy down through my body through my feet into the ground now because i'm looking into another person's eyes that's telling me what's going on here <laughs> like <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. I used to be so threatened by that because I took it as like a personal attack on what I was doing. Was it enough? And I was like, oh, no, that's not the case. It's now, it's a way for it to go and I can change within that. And it's mm -hmm. a really cool transformation. I feel like that's where the, the Pisces comes into play. Help bounce that fluidity and motion of this is enough. You've filled the space. It doesn't have to overflow. It doesn't have to be a wellspring. It can just be, and it can feed what you've already planted. That can grow, and that once that's done, that's when that can grow internally and be that part of that transformation. It's, that's been a life lesson. Mm -hmm. She's definitely taught me over and over again. Really cool. Yeah, you know, I tell people this when they have a lot of... Um, planets in one sign they can always go to the opposite sign to find ways to help with it and so pisces if you've got all these pisces energy of diving into the energies of the spiritual world <clears throat> really the virgo energies of like you know the earth mother energies the kind of kayla really exhibits of like eating a good meal like you know playing with a pet, like lighting candles, like all these things, like taking baths is like, that will really like ground your energy so you're able to move the energy through you to the earth so that you're much more functional here than just moving around in your head and in other realms. Oh my God, I love bubble baths. Oh my God, <laughs> it's so much fun. They're so nice, and candles, ah, uh, it's great. I love those. I recently loved baths as well. I've I've been doing like self-care, self-nurturing. I've been on it. I've been cooking my own meals. I've been taking care of plants. I've been scrubbing the calluses on my feet. I'm like, this feels so nice. 
<laughs> that's huge. I love that, Bria. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And, and Dion has this little Shih Tzu puppy, and I'm just like, I'm going to hold you forever. Oh. And that makes me feel nice. Animals can do that, that too. Yeah. That's cool. That's <laughs> love and gratitude. Yeah. It's all needed. All of it is needed. And I think that's sort of the power of astrology. It can show you where your energy is pulled and you can consciously use other signs that you're maybe not so, that are not so natural for you to balance out your energy centers, your chakras. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, Drew, this talk has been wonderful. I've enjoyed it. It's been very fun. <laughs> it's been, I've learned a lot. And I really appreciate you bringing your wisdom and your intuition and your channeling to this conversation. I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, yeah, I just, I, I feel like as time goes on, when I think about all the people in my life of just like, who, who kind of gets me on a, like a similar level and it, you know, it kind of changes over time because you see people that have similar energy to you but even people that have similar energy energy to you can be like somewhat intimidating of like you're like looking at yourself in a way and that's sort of how i've come to view you over the past couple of years of like actually yeah he's got similar energy to me like so it's it's so great to know you and i'm excited to come live with you guys it's gonna be fun we're gonna have Hopefully. so much fun We'll make it just like a dance party every day, okay? That's right, karaoke we'll keep, dance party. We'll keep that energy like rising. Yeah, energy's <laughs> rising. Let's go. Woo! All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go, and um, yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. And uh, if people want to find you at the you on your meta metaphysical life coach. Um, website where where can they go oh so it's not the best website but it's there it's <laughs> archon soulings archon soulings yep okay yeah if anyone's interested in a metaphysical life coach go check out drew yep. he's got a lot of knowledge <laughs> it's a fun place to be <laughs> all right well i'll talk to you and see you soon Adios, my dear. <laughs> Bye. Ciao.